Welcome to the Wandering Sun Podcast. I am your host, Eric Villatoro. If this is your first time tuning in, what we usually do here is have conversations with people who are actively being transformed by Jesus. I am so thankful that you've decided to tune in today, whether it's your first time or you're returning. Um, I'm just super excited for you to be able to hear from God today, to be able to um, um, just hear these testimonies, hear what the Holy Spirit is doing in the world actively right now. And so I really hope that this episode inspires you. And as you're listening to even the other episodes, um, I'm just excited because I know that they're going to speak to you. And I know that the uh, the Holy Spirit is just going to show you and reveal something new to you. Um, today is no difference. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Jasmine Santos. She's actually one of the leaders at my church specifically. Um, she's the Young Adults Ministry co-director. Um, it's her and her husband, uh, Jonathan Santos, who I've actually interviewed in, in, I don't even remember what last episode it was, but we have them on there. I think it's 17, episode 17. And uh, um, yeah, they're just amazing leaders at my church. They're both super young, which that in itself is like, is, is just crazy to see how God is using them. Um, besides that, they're also uh, the founders of Dream, Pray, Do, which is a concept store slash movement um, that, uh, and it's, it's really a beautiful company that the Lord has placed in their hearts and their mind. And um, it's just beautiful to see all the work that they're doing with creating uh, uh, new things, creating original um, clothing, original concepts, and it's, and it's all stemming from a relationship with God, which is really the most important thing is that relationship with God and doing what God is calling you to do. And so without further ado, Jasmine, how are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm glad to be here today. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for, for, for making the time, for being here, for blessing us um, with your presence. Um, in the last couple of days, in the last couple of interviews, um, the Holy Spirit has um, pointed out to me that, you know, I need to start these, these episodes with Thanksgiving. And yeah. so I was wondering, what are you thankful right now in the current season that God has you in? I love this question. Um, thankfulness is like so key and important in my life because it's something I truly like to practice. Um, but in this season, I, I really believe um, that that's something that I'm just so thankful for is just partnership um, in with the Holy Spirit in creating because, you know, we, we've taken this risk with my husband um, to start Dream Prayer Do just last year. And um, I'm just thankful that he is a helper um, in, in creating and making and um, bringing forth something new to the world. So um, that's, that's something I'm really thankful for in this season. Yeah. Um, just, just because I think it's motivating, but how, how old are you? I'm 21. You're <laughs> 21, 21 years old. Yes. And how long, how long have you been walking with, with the Lord, with Jesus Christ? Uh, I suck at math, so I don't know, like, <laughs> the years. <laughs> but um, I've been walking with him since I was 13. So that's almost like... Uh, that's six, what, eight seven. years? Yeah, eight I think years. so. I don't know. I, I, I'm <laughs> terrible at math. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, you mentioned Dream, Pray, Do and what God is doing with you guys. And, and I mentioned it in the intro as well. And yeah. even just to touch on that again, I think it's it's super amazing to see 
um, uh, just the obedience that you guys are are, are walking in, you know, with Johnny, yeah. your husband, leaving his job, um, and you really, you know, really putting your time, your your time and effort to really do this thing that God is calling you to do, and yeah. without even having a full, <laughs> complete plan, but you guys are going for it, and we're seeing the fruits of it. Um, yeah. and so I'm, I'm extremely excited to see where it goes because it's just a Thank genius you. concept in itself, you know? Thank um, you. so let's, let's, let's go down to it. You know, what is, yeah. what is your story with, with Jesus Christ? You know, I think we all, um, that, that come to be true followers of Jesus Christ, you know, um, we have a moment or we have a, a, a history with him, right? Yeah. Where we, uh, come to realize that we need to surrender to him and we need to follow him because of whatever we experience and, and whatever he took us out of, right? And so yeah. what is that redemption story for you? What did Jesus Christ do in your life that caused you to follow him at 13 years of age that young? Yeah, um, honestly, just, just thinking about my story with Jesus, um, I, I really can't help but to also talk about, you know, the Father, God, the Father and Holy Spirit, mm. because I feel like in my relationship um, with Jesus, I've also been able to experience them both. Wow. Um, well, three of them, honestly, in just different stages of my life. Um, and of course, you know, I began with Jesus and saying yes to him. It really was out of a simple choice. Um, I grew up in church. I knew all the stories. I tried my best to be good, you know. Um, but it was really out of, like, fear because my parents, I guess, they weren't necessarily strict, but they had um, standards and expectations for me. And so I was, like, um, I guess out of fear, I was, like, I'm not trying to mess with them. Um, and also because of their character, I was, like, you know, I'm going to try to do my best to be good. And, and so I did. Um, I really tried my best. You know, of course, as a child, you know, there's moments where we mess up. And even even as I entered into my teenage years, um, there was, you know, sin and then things that I messed up in with um, just like, I guess, trying to fit into uh, into groups or, right. you know, things that we as kids fall into. Um, um, but and I, I didn't recognize this because I was still trying to be good, you know, and so. I remember we, I went to this encounter from my old church and at this encounter, they gave us this list of like things that, um, we fall short in or sins that may be common in our lives. And, um, I honestly don't even remember like what I checked off. And I think it's just Jesus, like the grace of Jesus, you know? Um, but I just remember checking so many things off and I was like, Whoa, like <laughs> I'm not good. Like I've tried my whole life to be good. But right there in that moment when I stood before Jesus, just like really like talking to him about these things, I was like, wow, like all this time I've tried to be good. I, I believe in you, but I still don't even have a relationship with you because all these things are separating me from mm. me. Um, and so I remember in that moment, I just decided to give my life to him fully and completely. And I was like, Jesus, like I, I want a real relationship with you. Like, I don't want to just try to be good on my own. Um, but I really want to know you. I want to know about, you know, the, the God that I read about in these stories that I've heard for so many years. And so, um, that's really the, what happened. I, um, I just chose Jesus. Um, I, it wasn't like a crazy supernatural thing that happened, but it was just yeah. like, wow. Like I reckon like my broke mess and I was like I just want Jesus I just know I need him so yeah. that's kind of the beginning of it 
I absolutely love that because um, when I when I begin to understand the gospel, um, which was just a couple of months ago, when I yeah. began to understand the gospel, it came from that. It came from understanding yeah. that I was no good. And that's not yeah. in a degrading way. It's not in a, I don't want to say degrading, but yeah, it's not in a degrading way. It's not a, of, you know, God putting us down. It's just like, it's just the reality. It's just the truth. Like yeah. we fall short and the Bible talks yeah. about that. And when I understood that, that same concept um, is what made me realize why I need God and why everybody else needs God, you know, yeah. because it's not about how much happiness you think you have. It's just the fact that you need a savior. You know, so before you accepted Jesus at at 13, what was the difference between then and before then? Because obviously you knew of Jesus and um, your family probably had told you about him. What was what was the difference there? Yeah, it was simply just secondary experiences. It was um, I experienced Jesus out of like the people around me, my family, um, my grandma. I remember like going with her to intercession and like seeing her and like a bunch of other women like laid out, like crying out to the Lord. And I was like, oh, my goodness, like, what are what are you guys doing? Um, but I just began to understand, like, they're talking to God. And so I would try to do that myself. But, yeah. you know, I was like four or five, not fully understanding anything. Um, and then just also with my mom, you know, her um, bringing me to church and seeing her like be a woman of faith. And, and then also with my dad and um, just leaders and people that surrounded me. Um, I think another person that was really vital in my journey with the Lord was Katie, um, because before I met her, I still hadn't accepted the Lord. But I remember her talking about her relationship with Jesus. And I was like, that does sounds nothing like my relationship with Jesus that I thought I had. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know, she talks to God like a friend, like like she she's always like emphasizing the prayer. And I'm like, I don't really do any of those things. And so it was kind of just like a buildup of like just seeing like, wow, like people are actually experiencing so much more than what I am. And I claim to, you know, be this good person, know God, but I really didn't. And um, it was really because I hadn't really given my life to him fully and completely. One of, one of the things that I I connected with you on as we've been having conversations is um, with, with my testimony and with your testimony, with your personal yeah. testimony. And if you don't mind, I you know, you can share as much as, as much as you want, obviously, yeah. um, as whatever you can. But obviously in my testimony, um, you know, I experienced different uh, trauma with, with sexual trauma. And then, um, um, even with, with, uh, pornography and all of these things, right. We'll just categorize it as sexual trauma and um for me personally that led to um different experiences right and um you had some similar experiences when it comes to trauma as a child but your Mm -hmm. experiences didn't affect the way that well it didn't it didn't go the same way that it went for me there's different paths so i would love for you to shine a light on what happened with you and and what how did God take you from there? Yeah. Um, so at the age of seven, I was sexually molested by a family member from um, I'm not going to actually not even going to say, but I That's was fine. sexually molested from like a family member just to protect, I guess, my Absolutely. family. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this event happened in my life. And for some time, I didn't tell anyone because I was really afraid of 
what would happen. It was almost like in that moment, like the spirit of rejection kind of came to linger in my life Mm. and kind of like, you know, put me in this place that said, if I opened up, like if I spoke what had happened, I would, everyone would leave me. No one would believe in me. And so for some time, it really took a while for me to open up. But I was finally able to tell one of my cousins, um, Paola, and she really just um, encouraged me to like tell my mom. And because I think I didn't understand the weight of the situation and how it could be worse. And so um, I remember this moment where I told my mom and, you know, I told her and of course she was broken and sad, but she fought for me. Mm. Um, Now, when it came to other people in my life, um, specifically the the other family, Um, And even with my dad, it wasn't the same response. And so it was like, like they began to um, um, kind of not believe in me, kind of like, um, actually, they some of them actually left my life completely. Um, I remember that night, like we left our home with my dad and and we just kind of went to stay somewhere else because he chose um, to not believe me in that moment. Um, And so when that happened, um, like the spirit of rejection instantly like came to my life. I really mm. didn't know. Um, like I had no idea that it came, but I, now that I look back, it really followed me into my friendships. It followed me into my mindset, into the way that I spoke to people, um, the way that I um, would initiate things that I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and all because of this moment. So what happened with me was I necessarily didn't fall into, you know, more sexual brokenness of, of, of looking for it or, or being curious about it, but it was more so like mindsets and things I believed of like, you know, I would be rejected by everyone if I told my story or if mm. there was something about me that um, like, I guess I try to please people as well because I'm like, if I don't, if, if I don't please them, if they don't like me for who they like the image in their head, then they're going to leave. Mm. And so it kind of formed all these mindsets growing up in my life. Um, but when I met Jesus, you know, a few like years later, maybe like when I was like 15, those mindsets really began to break off. Um, and and also even with that, like I said about, you know, the Trinity being introduced in my life, like it wasn't just Jesus, but God, the father, like he really had to become and be my father. Like I really had mm. to know him as a father because of what had happened with my dad. Um, you know, I think it was very hard for my dad. Now that I'm older, I have a a more, um, a better understanding of his response. Yeah. And, you know, forgiveness came into play. I've been able to forgive and understand and kind of just catch his perspective on it. Um, so that brought a lot of freedom, but I, I remember like when I was 15, um, the Lord, like the father really, like it really just became so real that he was my father wow. and he began to heal the rejection that I had experienced um through his love um through his kindness through his care um just being open and honest before him and and just receiving his his presence um knowing that he would never leave no matter what I shared no matter what I said um and so like the father really came to heal like the rejection that I had faced from mm. you know my family members um yeah so <laughs> Hmm. That's that's very interesting how um, you're able to distinct from the different parts of the Trinity 
We obviously yeah. know that they're they're all God, right? Yeah, they're all yeah. equally God, but they're different in in person, right? And so they have yeah. different personalities. Um, but it's very interesting to me how you're have you've been able to experience them in 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 their different personalities. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I'm still figuring that out. You know, I'm yeah, still yeah. like. You know, I identified. I'm. I'm right now. I'm with the Holy Spirit. I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit. Like we building this up. But first, yeah. I had to get to know Jesus. Now I'm in the Holy Spirit. I haven't fully identified with the Father yet. You know. Yeah. And so, for somebody, let's say like like me or someone who doesn't fully understand uh, that difference from your own personal uh, relationship mm-hmm. with God, um, how is the Father distinct? from Jesus or how were they distinct in, in your life? Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, they all have different personalities and they all, they all fulfill different needs inside of us and purposes. Um, they all have different purposes to meet us. Um, and for me personally, the father, the way that he showed up in my life for all that had happened was he became, um, ultimately my safe place. Like he Mm. became, the one that, you know, because I didn't get it from my dad, you know, it was still hard, a little tricky with my mom because I was kind of hurt from all the other family members. So the father became my safe place. Like he became this place where I could come in vulnerability um, with like all the freedom to just share what's on my heart. And um, later on, like, you know, I think once there's when something like this happens in your family, it kind of follows other things, specifically right. if it's just your mom fighting for you. So we kind of saw a lot of, um, we, we faced, um, I wouldn't say poverty, but we faced moments that were really hard where our finances were like, whoa, like kind of stretched. Yeah. But I saw God, the father, like literally bring um, provision. And that's something that he wow. does. Like he yeah, is yeah. a provider, right? He's a protector. So I saw him protect me. He protected me from, you know, continuing to fall into more sexual sin and then just into that. Um, he protected me um, from, uh, from like, he protected my heart um, from being broken further. Um, he protected, like, me in so many ways. He provided. I saw his provision in so many areas. Um, he, he, he just became my safe, became my dad. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Um, there's just so many moments where um, I just had with him where I just, just felt some type of way when I, you know, as a teenager, you feel so much, there's so many emotions. So I remember just like going into my room and crying out to him and just like, like literally like a child crawling into his lap and just being there with him. And his presence was just enough. Love was just enough. And he would, you know, come and speak to me. Like, I'm going to be here for you. Yeah. He would remind me like of all the years of my life. I remember one time I had this like vivid, like, like image in my mind, kind of like, um, like a film video of like fast pictures going back of every age that I had experienced and him just standing right there with me as my father. Wow. Um, and so I just saw his provision over and over again. He, he would like remind me all the time, like, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to hold you. I'm going to protect you. And so his voice just became everything everything to me and that really helped me through um just finding healing finding restoration um and you know of course there was people um leaders around me that loved me and helped me um and i would just be also um share with them and let them into this process even though it was hard 
and like very scary, but they loved me through it. They would pray for me. They would fight for me. They would, they helped me to overcome mindsets that I had that, um, like I remember one of them being like, I don't want to be a burden. Like this was such a Mm. huge thing for me. So I would never share. I would never, it was so hard for me to even ask for help because I'm like, like, I'm going to be such a burden. Um, but God like put these people in my life and he healed that because they like helped me. They they helped me overcome this, this feeling of like, you're, you're too much or we're not going to help you or you're a burden. And so, um, there are so many ways, like, I saw the falling protect, defend me, just just be my safe place. Um, so in that season of my life, I really learned who the father was. Mm. For anybody that has gone to similar experiences, for for anybody that right now feels uh, disenfranchised or you know uh, maybe is holding certain things in and they feel like mm-hmm. they're a burden right and they don't want to share um yeah. and they feel like disconnected from god what what would you say to those girls mm-hmm. that um are feeling that way and maybe holding things inside that they haven't shared with other people yet yeah um i would i would really encourage them to first you know come before God, come before the Holy Spirit. You know, Holy Spirit is a comforter too. He comes to meet us in in our deepest pain, in our deepest um, emotion. Um, but really just to come before all three of them, like picture like you were sitting at a table and they're right there. Um, and they're the most safe, most kind, most beautiful people that you could ever have. And just begin to share. Um, one thing that helped me was having a journal and writing down my experiences and writing down what I felt. And it was an avenue of communication with God. Um, and I would write all these things down and then I would leave space for him to, to speak to me, for him to share what, what was on his mind. I would have the Bible open. Um, I would read through the Psalms. And I remember like um, like I, one specific Psalm, the Psalms 18. And I remember reading that and like hearing it, like the Father speaking over it, over me. And so I would invite you to do that. To, to find a moment, a, a quiet space where you can connect with God and, and just write what's on your heart. Open your Bible, like look through the Psalms and you're going to find such courage, um, such power to be able to speak up um, and find trusted leaders, people who are safe, community in your life that you can open up to, share your experiences, your stories, and you're going to, um, you're just going to find so much freedom because you're going to recognize that you're not the only one. Like you're yep. You're not the only one with store pain with with hard things um so just share it's scary it's risky but it's so worth it in the end hmm. what is what do you what has god revealed to you um now for the future where where do you see yourself going obviously at our church you lead well you're you're one of the the uh, ministry directors co-director um you are pouring into people's lives already you've been pouring into people's lives since since high school um and probably even before then um <laughs> where where do you where do you see yourself where is the lord taking you where where does he want to use you um that's a loaded question <laughs> but it's a good one um you know i think god has given me a lot of um promises and words these past years of, of going after him um one of the, the biggest dreams that I have in my heart is definitely 
um, a school. You know, I'm I like I said, I'm not great in math or you know I don't know the, the the reading and writing parts all of that but one thing I do know one thing I do know that we're such a need of especially in this generation is is a school for like people who who like who need help like in their emotions in, yeah. in that in the emotional and their mental health mm. um so you know if that's something God wants me to initiate a school for that I'll do it um living just a life of wholeness um that's mm. that's my desire and my dream um and and ultimately you know uh, i i the lord has also shared about um kids in other nations and and people in other nations women women in other nations and so um you know wherever the lord takes me in that i'm willing to go um but definitely like a school you know just a, a place where people can come and just find freedom for their hearts um for their minds um from the the experiences the pain the traumas um, and I think that's why, like, even discipleship, pouring into people is such a huge thing in my life right now, um, because it's a training ground for sure. Um, and that's something I'm going to do my whole life, you know, make yeah. disciples, because that's what Jesus is called to do. Um, but that's definitely one of my ultimate dreams. <laughs> no, that's good. I see that yeah. for sure. When <laughs> yeah. are when are you dropping a when when are you dropping a book? You know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And so with that, um, I definitely like to write. Um, I love writing. Um, I've, I keep thinking about like how long I've been writing for. And I remember in elementary school, I would write like random stories, always like writing class and we would write and write and write. Um, but this book is coming soon. Um, I believe uh, in March, um, it's going to be an ebook on Amazon. And it's really a, a story about the Holy Spirit and me. But I'm like, this, this is a, this is an invitation for anyone who wants a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, because I really have come to learn um, life with him, you know, yeah. every season of my life kind of has been God, the Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, but there's always an emphasis on one. And so this is really just an, uh, um, a book about my experience with Holy Spirit. Um, and so I'm super excited for it. Um, this is my first one and I'm definitely planning for more um, in different genres. So we'll see what happens, but yeah, find it soon. <laughs> I already, I already committed to like what, 10 copies. <laughs> so you're real one. <laughs> so we just waiting, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, going to come out. No, I'm super excited. Uh, I, I think you're just going to do great. I mean, even from seeing you, how you, um, how you move in the church, how you operate in, in your leadership position, um, it's just beautiful to see. And it's beautiful to see how the Lord is using you because, you know, it, we see the fruits of it. We see the fruits of what you're cultivating. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. Is there any, any last um, words of encouragement um, or messages that you have for uh, for the people watching, for the people listening? Yeah, um, honestly, I just like to pray um, to whoever's listening. Um, Come on. And really, um, you know, I think the emphasis on this episode kind of has been the Trinity and yeah. their, how they have, how they're so present for us in all of our needs. And so I just want to pray for whoever's listening that you and me, Jesus, Holy Spirit, God the Father, and in their fullness, and that they would encounter you with what you need and and where you're going. So, just gonna pray. Come on. Okay. So, um, yeah, Holy Spirit, we thank you 
We thank you for your nearness. I thank you that when we say yes to you, Jesus, you come, Holy Spirit, you come to make home inside of us and that you're so near and so close. And so I just pray, Father, for whoever is desiring to know you more, who is ever desiring, Father, to experience you, Lord. I pray, Father, that even as they hear the sound of my word, Lord, that encounters would be brought forth, God. I pray, Jesus, that you would come and meet people, that they would be able to know and see your face, that they would see your kind eyes, your warm smile, that they would just feel the emotion embrace of the Father, coming to love them, God, in their darkest moments, coming to love them in in their needs, coming to meet them, and that they would experience, Jesus, the love of the Father, the love of the Father. We just release it right now to every person listening, that they would feel the warmth of it, the protection that comes with it. I thank you, Father, for every listener, God. I thank you even for this podcast, and I just pray, Holy Spirit, that, that even right now, that you would even Um, people would even begin to just um, extend their hands or to receive every good gift, every good thing that you want to give them, because it is your desire, Father, for us to experience your goodness, to experience your gifts, Lord. So I thank you. I thank you for every listener. I thank you for the fruit to come, God, you, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jasmine, thank you so, 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 so much. You already know. Yes. You need of course, anything? Thank you. I got you, homie. Thank you, Eric. This is great. <laughs> um, to everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in again. Um, if you would like to connect with Jasmine, with Dream, Pray, Do, all of their information is going to be down in the description below. Whether you're tuning in on Spotify, Apple Music, or YouTube, just check the description. You'll see all their contact information um, to be able to support them, to be able to follow them. And and just um, if you want to connect them with them in any way, uh, you can find them there. They're also on Spotify now, too. So if you want to, you know, get your playlist on with Dream Pray Do, they are on there as well. Um, Thank you so much for for tuning in Uh, again. uh, Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we are on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere at The Wandering Sun. So wherever you're tuning in, make sure you check out our other platforms. And um, I'm just, I just could just pray that Holy Spirit continues to pour into your life, continues to reveal Himself to you. I pray that He continues to fill you with joy, with peace. Um, and I'm just excited as you leave right now and as you continue your walk with the holy spirit just ask him to continue to be in your life and i promise you you won't regret it i surely don't i i'm telling you look jesus is coming soon jesus is coming soon and you gotta be ready because this is about to get real and he's gonna change your life i promise you so again thank you for watching and i'll see you on the next episode